I have been literally uphill battle, like pandemic hits. And, you know, I was great. I had funded in February and the pandemic came and we immediately lost customers. We lost almost $2 million in contracts last year, which is crazy. And it was people closing. It was people laying people off. Like, and what do you do at that point? You just keep going forward. Welcome, girls, to the Get Up Girl podcast, where we are making you live your fullest and fun life. My name is Joanna Vargas, and every week I will pour into you with my stories, tools, and fun radical candor. I believe that when you ask better questions, up-level your habits, and get freaking real, you will have a happier life. If you're looking for more fun, more magic, and more joy, you're my girl. This one's for you. Are you ready? Let's create your dream life. Welcome back to another episode of The Get Up Girl. My guest today is Megan Everett. She and I met in a mastermind last year, right before the world went to a whole new world, right? A whole new world. And so we met there. That was around January 2020, right? And Megan is a CEO. She's a founder. She's an investor. She's an author. She's a business coach. I mean, she's everything. And she's really good at sales as well. So I'm really blessed Megan, how are you today, Ben? I'm good. How are you? Yeah. I'm okay. It's been a crazy year. Yeah. You know what? At least for myself, and we're going to have some really juicy conversations today. For myself, this is what I've noticed, Megan. And because I want to talk about what everybody's not talking about today. I was okay. Like I was doing pretty good. I I was actually the best at the beginning of the pandemic. I was like, dude, I'm I'm really good. Right. And then I started to fall. Then I went back up. And then now... 14 months later, I feel like I've been in a a fight and I'm so tired. I'm done. And are we talking about that or are we just talking about, yay, things are opening up. Yay, jump back in. So what are your thoughts on that? I mean, I'm exhausted too. I think I made a post a couple months ago that I just said like, I'm fucking exhausted. Who else is? Because I'm like, I have been literally uphill battle. Like pandemic hits. And, you know, I was great. I had funded in February and the pandemic came and we immediately lost customers. We lost almost $2 million in contracts last year, which is crazy. And it was people closing. It was people laying people off. Like, and what do you do at that point? You just keep going forward. So for me, it's like we have been working so hard and now we're in this rebuilding stage and everyone's like, work, get back to it. And everybody's exhausted. And all we're seeing on social media is that everybody's fine and making a ton of money and they're back to their lives. And it's not the reality for most of us, you know? You just hit the nail on the head. Today I was in the bathroom and I had it like a whoosh hit me overnight of, or over in a second of like, are people really as happy as they look? Are we really okay? Or are people struggling? Or, cause, or am I the only one that's like barely okay? Do you get what I'm saying, Megan? We're rebuilding right now. We're in the rebuilding or just building period. Something you may have totally ended, abolished. You're starting over. That's how I feel. And I've been building for 14 months and I'm like, I'm freaking exhausted. I'm exhausted. And like between like, you know, a lot of us that have companies have boards and investors or you're on it. A lot of people like you are in it alone. 
and both have like the pros and cons to it, but we're all just tired, you know, and it's been so hard and we're seeing it now. You know, I live in a really small community that was hit really hard by this. So evictions are starting to happen. People are going to start losing their homes. More layoffs are happening. And the reality is that like nobody knows what they're doing because we've never been through this. So we have these people that we've looked at for so long that are the multimillionaires to tell us how to do this, but they didn't experience the struggle that we experienced the last 14 months. You know, like, and there's nothing, I think they're great. I think they're so inspiring. I'm not putting them down, but to rebuild what everybody lost is a totally different game now. And we have to look at it differently. Like people need to start being real about where they're at so people can relate to them like and find community because if we're all still pretending that we have like these beautiful perfect really picture perfect lives nobody's gonna know where to go to get help you know what i mean megan did you just see my shoulders like drop i like how you said and i'm and i lost for words because this is really hitting me hard because I've been, tr- I have been p- pretending. And when I don't show up on social media for a couple days, it's because I'm exhausted. Yeah. And it's not that I don't want to show what's going on in my life. It's not that. I'm literally exhausted to press send with my finger. Like I just, I don't want to do anything. I have zero motivation right now. And it hit me within the last week. I'm like, I don't feel like doing anything. And I like what you said about some of the, I guess, the millionaires or the coaches or the et cetera out there that maybe they were thriving. They actually did better during this time. So it's hard to look up to those people to go, you don't get. So then I feel like a failure, Megan, because it's like the haves and the have nots right now. And I feel like such a have not. And this is a really good conversation to have because you and I have talked throughout the, you know, of like, yeah, this freaking sucks. We're having the this sucks conversations because I'm in uh, a couple different business groups. Yeah. And I'm in one, it's a b- pretty famous one here in Orange County in Los Angeles. So I'm not going to say which one. And pretty much, Megan, I'm like the only one in there that's barely surviving. Everybody's like doing better. So I'm going, am I, is something wrong with me? I've been in business for 25 years. What the heck? Right. And so I've been embarrassed. What do you think about that? I think there's been a lot of shame. And I've had these conversations with my customers. I even fell into the like, just fake it for a little while and pretend like everything's okay. Because who wants to hear you complain? And who wants to hear people who have been in the rooms and shown that they're in the rooms with the millionaires say that things aren't working? You know what I mean? Like, For me, it got to a point where it's like, no one wants to hear the CEO who has a company that's worth millions of dollars complain about anything. And it's tiring. I know how it feels to not even want to write the post. I've written so many posts and just deleted them and been like, that's such bullshit. (laughs) You know me, I can't bullshit people. Like I can't just pretend to be okay. Or like, like my face tells everything. And like, I've been too tired to even get on stories. Yeah. Like someone last night, I put up some stories, like actual video stories. And someone was like, I haven't seen your face in months. And I was like, I'm too tired. Like, I don't feel like putting on makeup. Yeah. Like putting on makeup and curling my hair today. I was like, oh, it's a thing. It's a thing. I pretty much do it every day, but I do it, Megan, to like literally just like be okay. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. yeah. If I could do that one thing. Yeah. 
do you have you felt a little different and i'm speaking for myself ever since things have opened up like has have things changed in your body so to speak because we are like infinite intelligence and i could feel like i just feel off what has it been like for you i feel off i'm happy to be back in a gym because you know we all a lot of us gained covid weight which also feels bad it makes us not want to show up you know there's all these things and it's the reality for like 95% of us that are in this realm of like we've gained weight we're tired we haven't traveled we lost a lot of money and it's so much more than what we're seeing but like it feels weird i don't feel like the same person that like i met you in january and we were all at like the top of our game yeah everyone and we were like we're making so much money everything's so good here's my new friends we're on a helicopter <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's our life. And we're like, this is actually our life. Like, this is not fake. This is what we do. And now we're like, I kind of leave my house three times a week. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, so weird. And I feel like for me, at least, like being back in like an open world is so weird. Like, I'm still not really traveling. Like, we still have a fully remote team. Um, you know, I actually got COVID and there's been all these things and it's hard too. There's such a divide between all of us of like the people that like believe in it and took it seriously and the people that don't. And like, you know, and I don't want to get into the politics of anything here, but like, I feel like we're more divided in so many ways and it's more than the haves and have nots. It's like, the, like everything is so divided now. And it's almost like if you don't align exactly, you don't have a place in that person's life anymore. Ding, 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 Megan. That's what it was this morning when I was in the restroom. That's what hit. I'm not picking sides. So I'm exhausted for not picking sides. Yeah. And it could be anything, Megan. Do you want chicken or steak? And I'm just like, oh my God, make a decision. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Which one do you want, Joanne? I'm like, I can't even think right now. It doesn't just give me whatever the, fr I don't care. And it feels, it. that's what I'm exhausted from, Megan, is yeah. having to, I'm going to say, explain whatever I do. And I'm like, where is this coming from? This is not even who I am. Like you said a year ago, who is this person? I literally make it look in the mirror and go, who are you? That's where I am right now. I'm like, I'm reinventing myself. I don't even know who I am. And I can't hear my own thoughts anymore. I'm like, whose thoughts are these? There's just so much in the head. That's where I am. How about I you? Feel, I feel like we have to kind of just like quiet things around us. You know what I mean? Like I, got rid of all of my coaches during the pandemic, which everyone was like, what are you doing? You need us. And I was like, I need to figure out my own shit. Like, um, which was lonely and hard, but I'm just now feeling like I'm back in a space where it's like, okay, I have a game plan. Got it. You know what I mean? Like it took months and I'm still like, we don't know what's going to happen. I think it's this newfound, like we can plan all we want and get to whatever level and we can still lose everything. And I think that's what so many of us are experiencing. Like you and I both actually have companies. It was very different than being a coach. And while we coach people and love it, we like you had a brick and mortar. I had a 30,000 a month office with employees in it. Yeah. Like, what we were responsible for was so much different. Okay. And it's not better or worse. It's just, we had a different experience. Yep. Just different. Yep. And so now it's, you know, like, are we closing those businesses? Are we like, how are we recovering from this? Are we starting new businesses? There's all these things. And I know you're like me where like, 
in the pandemic, we were like, well, we, we have to build shit and we have to make money. Like we have, we don't have millions in savings. Our money went back into our businesses. So we have to keep making money to survive. And it was so unrelatable to what we see. Yeah. Megan, did you mourn or have you mourned? Oh, I think I'm mourning now when I wasn't mourning before. In the beginning, I was so stressed and I cried a lot. And then I think I went from like July to last month without crying about like almost anything, like maybe a couple tears here and there, like really stressed. Um, and even last night, I just totally broke down because I was like, I'm exhausted. And like, what happened to my life? And that's what it is. Like, you know, I don't know about you, but like, I went from this very lavish, like living in three cities, looking at houses in Beverly Hills life to like, I'm in a rental now with my little Jeep compass in the driveway and just trying to get by and rebuilding my life. And like, it's the reality of where we are. And I think that people just need to get to a place where like, they can actually say, this is where I'm at, but this is what I'm really good at. You know what I mean? Like, this is my expertise and this is how I'm going to rebuild my life. So like we get to mourn it and we get to be upset and we get to see all of these things that we're not talking about. But like our next step is like, you know this, we can't just sit in the mud. Like we're not those people. Mm-mm. No. Yeah. So I think my struggle has been, how do I like let myself mourn and not stop? You know, like, how do I not stop working? How do I keep going? How do I keep building? And for me, like I sent you a text message earlier. My mastermind starts tomorrow. I had started it last fall and done like a mini round of it. It's really been surrounding myself by other women that get it. Mm-hmm. So like women that are, and some of them are coaches. A lot of them have brick and mortars though. So we've had similar experiences and we're growing and rebuilding in the same way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's a little different. It is different. I've said that brick and mortar and online or whatever business, they're just different. Like you said, they're not right, better. They're just, it's like you've been playing baseball your whole life and all of a sudden you're going to play basketball. Yeah. Because you're athletic. Doesn't mean those coincide. So Megan, what I realized is that I'm really good at brick and mortar. I'm freaking amazing at brick and mortar where not everybody is. Not everybody's cup of tea. Now mm-hmm. online, I'm fish out of water. And I thought that those skills would automatically transfer over. I was naive. Yeah. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Uh, this is a whole new. I am like beginner day one entrepreneur. And then so I even have thoughts of like, am I meant to be an entrepreneur? You know, and I'm like, who is this speaking? Megan, I've never, I've, I mean, I've always had like little jobs, right? But I've right. never worked corporate ever. Since 1718, I've always just been a hustler, aerobics instructor, you know, side hustles and my own businesses since I was 18. I've never had a normal job. And to to think that now, am I meant to do this? Freaks me out. So the identity crisis. Oh, it's crazy. And I have even thought, I'm like, what if I just went and was like a VP of sales at a company again? Like crazy thoughts. I'm like, wait, like, what is this? You built a company that was invested in by actual VCs that had a $27 million valuation. Like, who are you? What are you doing? 
this is so refreshing to have this conversation every time we've talked, right? Because yeah, it's like, girl, I get you. Okay, cool. I'm not cuckoo-licious. <laughs> cuckoo-licious. So many people feel this way. And even people that were in our mastermind feel the same way. They just aren't, either they didn't have public lives to begin with, or they're just not talking about it. Because, you know, we have like, we have people that did commercial real estate. We have people that had tech businesses besides me and like, or brick and mortars. And they lost a lot. And I think people, for some people, like we're out here rebuilding and trying to do something new for ourselves. Um, Some people just got really quiet and disappeared. Quiet. Mm -hmm. And I don't think there's a right or a wrong way to do it. But I think regardless of what you're doing, the like being yourself and being honest is the most important part because so many people are pretending right now. So many. Gosh, this is such a contributive conversation. I think the biggest thing for me in the last couple of weeks have been my identity. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I don't even know who I am anymore. That's it's the identity. And like, is my identity wrapped up in my businesses? Mm. I think so much of us is like, I like, we put so much of ourselves into building our businesses. Like babies. They are. Yeah. Those are our children. And then especially when we have employees, like we're responsible for them and we're used to going somewhere every day. Like our lives drastically change. I was used to like being on planes and going in my office and seeing all of my people. And like, you were used to going to the gym every day. Like all of that was gone. It's not like this was our life to begin with. We were not in front of our computers coaching people. Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, the identity of like, this is, we built these major things and now they're so different, you know? And it's, I don't know what the answer to that is. Like, I, I don't know that we'll ever have a big headquarters again, maybe. Mm -hmm. But when scientists are saying things like, it's the era of the pandemic. I'm like, I don't want to pay 30 grand a month again for an office that might go away. You know, like, yeah, there's things like that. And it's not a fear-based thing. It's just so much of business needs to be reality of where we are. It made me think of this letter I wrote to myself, Megan. It was like the beginning of the pandemic. And I wrote a letter to myself to remind myself of what I've done. Like you said, you're like, I've had investors and I've had this. What are you talking about? So I had to remind myself, Joanna, you've produced a music festival. You've done this. You've done that. Come on, girl. Yes, you can. So every morning I read it, but it's still, it's like, it's that typewriter that goes, do, 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 and I have to bring it back. Do, 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 I got to bring it back. Because I'm like, girl, you know what you're capable of. But I like what you said, Megan. You said what you're good at. Yeah. And really like, what am I good at? I thought what I was good at, is that really it? I'm just very curious right now, really curious. And I need to pause. Like you said, you got rid of your coaches at the beginning. Well, now I feel like I'm getting rid of stuff. I'm like less, 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 because I can't think right now. I can't even think. And I wonder how many out there that are not business owners that also feel this way, because with fitness, Megan, I've noticed that I don't think people are even thinking about fitness right now. Some of us. But I think the majority, it's been very difficult for me. I'm like, wow, I must live in a little bubble where I think people want fitness and I don't think they do. I think they just are literally trying to just get by and we're faking it. I think we're really faking it. A friend asked me a few weeks ago, they're like, what do you actually need? And I was like, I really just need a hug. 
Like we were on the phone and I was like, I just need like people and hugs and I miss being in like crowds. I miss going to shows. Like I miss listening to live music, like all of these things that I think, especially since we're in California have been so removed from our lives more so than a lot of other people. Um, but I was like, I just need a hug. Like I'm used to being around people and hugging people all the time. Yeah. And this year made it almost weird to have physical contact. Yeah. Like I've gone to coffee with friends and been like, are you hugging? Yeah. You know, we ask now. <laughs> it's so weird. Like, but I think fitness side of it, like in the beginning, I was like, I'm going to get fit. I'm going to lose weight. You know what I mean? And then it like a couple months in, we were all just kind of like, apparently I'm going to sit in my house and drink wine and stare at Netflix. (laughs) No. And like for a lot of us, we just saw like money leaving and it was the reality. And it was like, and people were like, we'll keep building. And we were like, but I have a company. Like I still am running a full-time company, even though we're losing money. Um, so I think like figuring out what you're good at. And I thought I knew too. I thought like, I know everything about sales. I will teach everyone how to sell during a pandemic. And I was like, I know nothing about selling during a pandemic. (laughs) (laughs) And maybe the thing we're really good at is just like being honest voices and all of this, you know, like, and letting other people know that it's okay to not be okay right now. Like it's, I think it's hitting everyone now. I think we all were struggling and in survival, but now that things are starting to open back up and maybe people are getting jobs again, like I think the weight of everything is hitting now. I agree. I can, my body can feel it. You know, I'm very empathic. I can feel what's going on all over the world. And I'm like, what is up with this week? Like my body feels like off. I'm going, okay, Joanna, this is not yours. What's up? And I completely agree. We're like, we're hitting it now almost like, And this is the best or weirdest way I can describe it. Like when my mom passed, I was like, fine. Everybody, you know, you're at the memorial and I'm like, I'm good. But it hit later, six months later after my mom passed and I'm crying in a coffee shop randomly. People are like, what's wrong? I miss my mom. And they're like, or a year later, that's how I feel. And I think the hardest, at least for me, and I wonder for others, when somebody close to them passes, it's later later it's later and everybody was there for me after my mom passed and i didn't really need them then no later yeah yeah and then two years i'm like now i need you can can you come hug me now can you and they're like well aren't you fine and Mm -hmm. they've gone on with their lives do you know what i mean and that's that's exact the best way i can describe it of how i feel now i'm like now i need the hug now i need the help i get it and it's i don't have all the answers neither do you and neither does anyone like you know and our our friends because they are still our friends who we love and adore and admire are these people that did make millions of dollars during the pandemic but they don't have the roadmap for us either you know what i mean like this is new and we i think it's really important to start if we are going to hire coaches or mentors or whatever or ask for advice, we need to be asking for people that are in the same type of business as we are, or that face the same type of struggles. And I, I was talking to somebody yesterday, I think the new mastermind might just be smaller groups of people, as you're all kind of getting through something together. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Not like these very elite, lavish things. They're literally just masterminding, collaborating together 
to get to your next point. I see it like a tribe. You know, yeah. I'm picturing these tribe of women that would sit around, you know, hundreds of years ago and just get through something. That's what I see it as. I yeah. think so. I think it's very different. And I think I think the old way still works for some people, but I know it doesn't work for me anymore. I know there's a new way I need to do business. And I know that like I'm not so money focused anymore. Like for me right now, the biggest thing is community and people. So, I just had a big aha as you said that, Megan. Wow. It's I, not I just got the awareness of what I've been asking for because I thought it was money. I'm like, I thought money would help me right now. I don't think so. Even if I had it, I think I'd still be lost. I think it's, you know, I'm not struggling financially right now, which is amazing. And I was for most of this. Um, but it's just in the last few weeks come back to where like I can take a salary again. I didn't take a salary from my company for 13 months. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, and this is the reality of where most of us were at. Yep. Um, so for me, like I got to pay off my debts and do things like that, that felt so good. But at the same time, like I'm exhausted and the money didn't change the way I feel. It took some mm -hmm. stresses away, but it didn't do what it used to do for me. There you go. What it used to do and what I thought I would do is like get on a plane and go somewhere. Yep. Or like buy the car I was going to buy before. Was it a distraction? I wonder, you know? Yeah. But now there's, there's also a new need for security. You know what I mean? Like we all struggled and were in survival for so long this last year that I think there's this new, like, we don't want to spend frivolously, you know, like, and we want to help other people. Yes. I'd much rather make sure that somebody doesn't lose their home than buy myself a new Audi. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like things like that where it's, and I think some of that's great. I also think we just don't know who we are anymore because so much of my identity was wrapped up in business, business and things and people. Mm -hmm. And I can introduce you to the best people, the top of their game. And I think you like, you would remember this, that I was just like, oh, I have a person for you. Yep. You've done this, this, and this, and you know, he knows everyone, <laughs> which was so funny, but you know, a lot of those people disappeared in the last year, which for me was a big, like aha mo moment of like, these people were connected to me and maybe not consciously, but subconsciously because we had the same type of income or for who I could introduce them to or for the other people in my network. And it's not good or bad that they left. It's just when people are in your life for that reason, it's not the right reason because they're not there for you. So there with you, Megan, I think this really unveiled the character of people, you know, yeah. and it, like uh, I'm going to go back to what you said. It's not right or wrong. It's just like what works for me. And I yeah. really saw the cream rise to the top that would work for me, you know? And I'm like, why were we friends before? Or we were just acquaintances, but I thought we were actually closer than we were. And um, and or who, who jumped Oh, who jumped But I even had the, like, why did I pay them for things? Oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, things like that where you're like, is that who I really want to be like? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Which, it just, it is what it is. And everybody is for somebody. But I think this is a good positive thing that happened in the pandemic is that we really got to go back to what's important to us. 
And what do we really need? Like how simple can our lives actually be and still be fulfilling? Money and things aren't bad, but they're bad when they suck up your identity. There you go. Yes. I'm looking back and and for myself, it was a distractor where it's like an invisible distractor. It's almost like, you know, we eat food to distract ourselves or alcohol, things of that nature. For me, it was money. So I could hide behind it or whatever it was, like the story that I told myself now that it's not there. I'm like, is it really money or is it something else? And what you said, I'm going to go back to, for me, it's the community and it's really being real. It's what I realized, Megan, for me, it's that unconditional love. And I've noticed that it was conditional before, but I didn't even know it was conditional. I didn't, I didn't see it. We didn't know because we had the bank accounts that matched us to be there. You know, does that make sense? Or the things that they wanted. And I think it's, it sounds so pessimistic and like shame on them, which it's not because we were also involved in that. Like we were also only surrounding ourselves by people that had millions of dollars. Mm. So it was all of us. It's just some of us shifted during this. And I think like, for me, I don't feel comfortable in those groups anymore. Mm. And I've had to find something new. I've had to find community that like, that's more impact centered. Like I would be around people that want to do good things in the world and want to treat people well. And it's not, money is not number one on their list. Money is, you know, this thing that they need and a great side effect of doing good in the world. So it's just a little different. And I think, you know, an important part of this conversation is to talk about like how we get back to a place where we aren't in survival mode anymore. Like what do we do now to move forward? Cause you know, like we don't want to sit around and just complain. We need to be able to, we need to talk about the reality of this. But I think that, you know, people have to get, back to a point where they can start doing things again. What is one thing that you're doing then right now? Like literally, because last night you said was not the best of nights, right? A couple nights ago, I was like, I'm so tired of putting on little lotion on my eyes when I cry the night before. Like just, here we go. Get back up, Joanna. Look at all the bags. Yes. (laughs) Um, I, and this is not something everybody can do. And I realized that, but I started doing private Pilates sessions three times a week. Mm-hmm. So I'm in a Pilates studio three times a week and working out every day. So that's huge for me because it gets me out of my house every day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, like I don't have an office to go to anymore. Yes. Um, I'm also just like, I got back to time blocking my schedule, which I hated doing because it feels so like too much structure for me. But I have to start getting things done again. Yeah. And then I actually was supposed to launch my mastermind in January and kept putting it off and putting it off and putting it off. Because <laughs> I was like, I don't feel like I have anything to teach anyone <laughs> or the energy to coach other people. You know what I mean? I was like, I don't want to do this. Uh, <laughs> but it starts tomorrow. I think like making yourself get back into like, being around people is really important right now, whatever that is. If that's like, you know, going for walks with friends every morning or meeting people for coffee, or maybe just like having people over to watch The Bachelorette, like whatever it is, like it can be something so silly. Like your friends start coming over to watch reality TV again. Like it doesn't matter. We just have to get back to like some sense of something feels normal. I like that. 
I forgot how to have fun. Yeah, I, I the other day. I was like, okay, choose fun, Joanna. How can I choose fun? That's been my question. How can I choose it today? Because I wasn't choosing it. Yeah, you know, it's yeah, not, conscious. Go ahead. I like you say that, and I'm like, the first time I really had fun was like last weekend. I went over to a friend's house, and there were like eight women there, and we all sat in the backyard and like talked and drank and ate and like. But I haven't been talking that many people in so long. <laughs> you know and like, yeah, I think like for those of us that like live alone or we're single this whole time and trying to like survive <laughs> in our businesses and like, <laughs> we deserve Grammy awards, Oscars. <laughs> we deserve something. <laughs> well, you know, there was this whole, I think, very big disconnect for business owners that we haven't talked about either. Where like our friends that were employees were getting unemployment and they were getting stimulus checks and we were just like losing so much money and we're like and they'd be like but you're a business owner and we're like you got the PPE no we did uh, where is it because it was like this much <laughs> right I mean well that went to employees in like three weeks <laughs> right I was like this is it <laughs> I didn't go into my checking account yeah. <laughs> It's just, it's funny to me what people, the reality of what was happening for business owners and what people think happens, which was another thing that I felt so weird to talk about. Yep. Because we just like, we have promoted and been these people who don't complain and you do and you do and you do and you find solutions and you brainstorm and you, you just don't complain. Wow. You know, and it's. I think it goes under like this toxic, toxic positivity that people have been talking about, which seems to be like a buzz thing to talk about, but it's very real. Toxic positivity. Okay. Is this, I have, this is the first time I've heard this term, but something of this nature, Megan, because I was just going to bring this up. I've noticed that before, I mean, I used to be, I love social media. For ever since I was just thinking about this today. Gosh, you've brought up so many things that I'm like, I've been on social media since MySpace, right? What was that? 2003, whatever that was. With our playlist. I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry. I said with our playlist on MySpace. Remember that? You'd have your song and it would it take so long to come up if you had too much stuff on your MySpace. Sorry, there's yeah. so many people listening that are like, what the fuck is MySpace? <laughs> it was like the coolest and you could put little graph anyway so i've been on it since then i mean i've loved social media and lately every time i'm like i feel like okay i feel like this is the new thing remember back let's say back quote unquote in the day it was almost it was body shaming right so you felt badly about your body i think we've kind of changed that a lift at least enough yeah. now i feel like it's business shaming or success shaming so is this what that is the positive tux, whatever that was. Toxic positivity, I think, is where, like, people are getting on social media and just, like, they're just always, like, so bubbly and, like, they will not talk about anything negative or they shame you for talking about negative things. Okay. And it's, like, but this is real life. Like, real life is not always positive. And when you get on social media and this, like, I posted about this today, actually. We've created this kind of, like, and I think it's really happened in the last like two years, but it's almost like a social ladder from high school where like the prettiest people with the nicest cars, whose mommy and daddy have the most money are the people everybody's buying from. And I know some of those people and they're wonderful people and they do actually like 
give a lot of value, but a lot of them don't. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm not here to shame their businesses either, but they're the ones kind of promoting this, like, don't, don't buy from people who complain or who don't do this or who Mm -hmm. are talking about their businesses or sharing like the secret sauce. And it's just so frustrating because it's like, the reality is, is business is not all positive. Like we go through a lot of shit and building your business is hard and it takes a lot of work. And you know, there's these ideas that like, if you work with me, you'll only work 10 hour weeks. And I'm like, (laughs) how, how, like, I will never promise you that. Like if you work with me, you're going to have some like long sleepless nights and you're going to cry a lot. Are you ready? (laughs) There's a lot of conversations about the shit you didn't get done and like what you were doing instead of it. But like, there's just this idea that like nothing, nothing can be negative and that's not real life. You know what I mean? And like, and like you said, like this business shaming thing, which is so weird to me. Like, there's actually people getting on and being like, and if you know those groups of people, you know who they're talking about, but they're literally like shaming coaches that they know or that are in groups with them or, you know, look at everything I have or look what I bought during the pandemic. I know what I'm doing. So it's this idea that like, if you didn't excel or make millions of dollars, if you didn't buy the new mansion or travel the world during the pandemic, then there's something wrong with you or you're not valuable anymore. It's very strange. And I don't know the answer to fix that because social media has become such this, like, it really is a popularity contest now. And I used to want more followers more than anything. I wanted like the over 10 cake so I could have the swipe up and I wanted like all the recognition for it. And now I'm like, you know what? I'm good with my little like group of people that support me. Yeah. Wow. I wonder who listening right now also feels that same way. But this is, again, this is not you and I bashing. It's it's to bring you, right? Yeah. And that's what I love about you, Megan. It's really to bring it to light and go, okay, what is this? How can we like know and feel the difference? Because right when I go on Instagram, I could feel, I just feel this wave of like, all of a sudden I'm stressed out. And I'm like, I don't even want to put my own stuff because I could feel everybody's stuff. It... I can't hear my own thoughts. I'm going to go back to that. And I'm going, I can't, before I was pretty good, Megan, at knowing I could read people's BS and go, okay, cool. And not have a, a judgment about it. Like I could just, it, whatever, moving on next. Lately, I could feel it more and it's, it's exhaust. That's exhausting too. And then, so now I don't want to do my own business stuff. So I wonder anybody else out there, but I really like what you said about the mastermind and being able to talk about that. Because I've been in so many groups where we just come together and we talk about all the pretty stuff. And I'm like, I feel like I'm the one that cries every single call. There's Joanna. She's crying again. Right. And then I, I, listen wonder, to I wonder how many people are being honest in there. Unless they are all coaches that made millions of dollars. Like they were all online. And not that I'm saying anybody, you know, is being dishonest, but I just, I wonder about these groups where I'm like, how many people are just putting on a show or how many people ran up their debt to keep up with the Joneses? Oh, Megan, that's it. What everyone is not talking about, how many of us got in more debt? And that was the one thing I was like, I'm not going in more debt for this. That's why I closed the brick and mortar. Everybody's like, just take out these loans. blah blah. No, I'm out. 
No, thank you. Now, well, again, not to impugn on them, but it was not my choice. Go ahead. And it was probably the best decision with how long this went on. You know what I mean? Right. Like, thank God my wounds. We talked in the very beginning. And I remember saying to you, like, think close. Yeah. Like, me, you can reopen later, but we had no idea how long this was going to go. I think we talked last June and you, you, know, you were in that place of deciding. And I was like, I would close. I'm closing my office. Like, and I loved having those conversations with you because it was a point of like not having to pretend that anything was okay. Yeah. You were the first conversation. I was like, oh my gosh, you're not doing okay either. It was you and one other person in the mastermind that I would have those conversations with. (laughs) And, but they also gave me permission to do the things that were right for me. Yeah. It was like, there was so much pressure to keep up and to have this appearance that we were all doing great and to promote each other. And I didn't have the energy to promote myself or my (laughs) business. I sure didn't have the energy to promote anyone else, you know, like, and I love all of them, but like, I did not, I was not going to get on and be all bubbly and cute and like tell you to go buy from other people when I didn't even want to tell you to buy from me. You know what I mean? Like, it was so difficult to be in those spaces because I was just like, I can't do it anymore. And I can't pretend anymore. And I need, really need women around me that are doing the work. And they're actually like, right now we're in this place where we're all so tired. But it's almost, it reminds me of, and maybe you remember this, those few months before you're about to open your business. Yeah. You're exhausted. You have been working for months and no one has seen it. And you're like, I just need a vacation. I just need to sleep for like three days. You know what I mean? Like someone just like, take it. I don't want to do it anymore. And you have to keep pushing or you're never going to open. I feel like that's the same feeling I have now. Like something is about to be birthed. Something's about to be birthed. Something's going to get better. You know what I mean? You know, as soon as you open or as soon as you get that first sale, you're like, oh, I, I'm doing the right thing. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm on to something. Um, but the few months leading up are so much work and you're already so tired. And that's where I feel, I feel like I'm right back to like January, 2017, where like, I'm about to launch my business and I don't want to do it anymore. And I'm just too tired. But you've already put so much into it. You have to keep going. Like what, what are we going to do if we stop trying right now? That's the other answer. Like, you know, you have the saying that I have gone back to so many times is how does this get better? Which was introduced to me at that mastermind in a different way of like, when something is good, like think about how much it can be better. But I kept going back to it as like, if I can get through this, it's going to get better. How does it get better? What's going to be better? Um, but it's so difficult because we don't know. You know what I mean? Like there's so much unknown right now. And all I know is that it's a little bit like throwing spaghetti at a wall right now. Like I am just trying things and whatever sticks, sticks. Like, really. <laughs> you know, and I've got my hands on a lot of pots right now, but I'm only working with people I really want to work with. And that's a new thing that feels really good. So, you know, I'm working on writing a new book with a friend. I have the mastermind. I'm doing retreats. I still have perform. 
everything is crazy and I'm always working, but it's something's going to work. And I feel like that's what everybody needs to hold on to is that if you are trying, something will work. If you sit back and just hope and pray and like manifest unicorns and rainbows, nothing's going to happen right now. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Yeah. Like Joanna, make a choice. That's what I've been doing. I'm like, what's one thing I can do today? Like, I'm going to throw this out there. I've been toying with, I have my office right now and I've been toying with, what do I do with this office? I'm at Mm -hmm. the same point I was last year when I talked to you with my, with the fitness studio. Okay, am I going to close? Am I going to keep going? And I said, you know what feels really good right now? Right before this call, I think meeting with you gave me that little sense of oomph. And I texted my landlord. And I I just said, hey, this is what's going on. It was so like light, Megan. It it wasn't like that kind of energy. Hey, this is what's going on. Blah, blah, blah. I would like three months free rent. Perfect. Thanks. It was just like, boom. And it felt so light and it was that choice, make a choice and whatever she's going to say, then I'll make another choice after she says that. And after that, I'll do another choice, but I can't see a week from today. I could just see what the choice was for today. And all we can do is ask. Like, I always say, you're never going to know if you don't ask. Mm -hmm. And like, I have been told no millions of times in my life. We all have. Like the worst thing that's going to happen is somebody's going to tell you no. No. Okay. And then I ask her something, a different one. Well, can I have two months free rent? Can I have four months? Who knows? I can go more. Can I pay half the rents? You know what I mean? Whatever it is. And like, if this office is important to you and you want to keep it, you keep it. And if not, yes. Like you just said, how does it get better? She might come back and go, no. So I move out and I get a better office. Right. So that's might how it get better. But we think sometimes how it gets better is I have to stay with that office. Yeah. And we don't like, you know, I've had so many shifts in the last year of what my business looks like and the money we're bringing in and, you know, how involved my investors and board were, which like we started out the pandemic. I had like carte blanche. I did whatever I wanted. I didn't answer to anyone. They were like, Megan makes money. She's good. And now I'm like, I answer to everyone now. (laughs) They've had to bail us out. And I'm like, this is like, I feel like an employee again, but we're back in a position where like, I'm making money again. We don't have to do any more layoffs. You know what I mean? Like things have come back around and I have the freedom now to do more in my life that I want to do, which is, you know, the working with other women. And I get to have this little mastermind that I love. And, you know, I get to write a book with a friend. You know, I get to do these things that don't require me to be on the road 70% of the time. And I get to have a home again. So there's a balance to all of it. Yeah. yeah. That's my favorite part that came out of this. Tell us about your mastermind. Cause I know when this podcast comes out, it will have started. I don't know if it's too late for people, but tell us about it. So it is a year long, which I'm a little intimidated by. I decided to do it and then was like, I put it out there and people signed up and I was like, oh, wait, <laughs> I really want to do a year. Um, but I'm excited. So most of the people that have joined, it's all women. It was open to both, but it's been all women, which I think is great. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are mostly brick and mortar. There's a couple coaches, um, a doctor. Who else is there? Someone that owns a healing center in San Diego which is awesome. Um, she owns like a brick and mortar yoga and healing center and a couple of hairstylists. 
We have real estate agents. So it's a good, like, good mix of different women doing different things. And they're all over the country. Um, I kept it at a pretty low price point, which was important to me. And people can still sign up. I think I'm going to leave it open until we do like our real like first guest speaker next month. Okay. Um, tomorrow night is our welcome call. So. And where can they go to your Instagram? Meg. Instagram. Yeah. Meg's um, Everett. Meg's Everett. Um, there is links in my bio and you book a discovery call with me for free. Um, yeah, I'm excited. So. Perfect. We'll put everything in the show notes. Yeah. And so if you're interested in her year long mastermind or anything else that you do, cause you do, you put, you are real on Instagram, but this was such a contribution. Like, I feel like I, and I'm like, okay, you are somebody I'm going to reach out more often. You know, it's for like those real talks. I have another girlfriend like that. We have the real talk, but then also she'll lift me up. It's not like, let's talk about all the junk and then go lower in the junk, in the muck, in the mud. It's like, here it is. Yeah, it sucks. Okay, how do we get out of it? Right. Rather than, oh, no, it doesn't suck. Those conversations. And I, I like that we don't have those. These conversations are so refreshing to me because they're real. Like, we're talking about actual shit that's happening. Yeah. Instead of just like, you know, sugarcoating it or blazing like this. Yeah. Come on. Don't give up. Instead of like, yeah, I know you want to give up. This sucks. You know, that conversation. Like <laughs> this is not permission to give up. This is permission to acknowledge what's happening. That you want to. Yes. That's it. Girl, that is the sound bite. Yes. It's permission to want to, but not to. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, it. My gosh. So many times I'm like, I want to give up. I know I'm not, but I'm just saying it. Just leave me alone. We're not giving up. Yeah. we don't know who the fuck we are right now but you know we're figuring it out <laughs> freaking love you everybody megan everett such a conscious and open discussion of what everyone's not talking about and we'll have we got to do this again this was so good let us know so follow her on instagram megs everett let her know what you thought about today's uh show really appreciate it thank you everybody and we'll see you next time remember to get back up Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode and know of another girl who can benefit from this message, please share it with your girlfriends and tag me on Instagram at Joanna Vargas Official. I love your DMs. Also, I would be honored if you'd take 30 seconds and give the Get Up Girl a five-star review. I appreciate and love you all. And remember, girl, to get up and live fully.